Blog Talk Radio. DJ Tony Dunn. She gon' take care of her bitch, she truckin', she truckin'. She a woman with a rig, she truckin', she truckin'. She gon' take care of her kids, she truckin', yeah. She a boss, she do it big, she truckin', she truckin', she truckin', she truckin', she truckin'. She a boss, she do it big, she truckin', she truckin'. She a woman with a rig, she truckin', she truckin', she truckin', she truckin', she truckin', she truckin'. Ah. Hi, and welcome to She Truckin' Podcast. We are welcoming Trucks with Room to Spare, Shelly Conway and Cheryl Pollard. Thank you so much for being on our show. It's an it's an honor to have you. We appreciate it very much. Could you guys, could you ladies, sorry, please tell me, or please explain to me, what is Truck With Room to Spare? Okay, yeah, Trucks With Room to Spare is basically a nonprofit that was created in the midst of Hurricane Michael. Um, I was down in the in the actual area where it happened, and there was a great need for supplies being took to be took in, and I loaded what I could on my truck and my trailer, and I dropped it off. They met me out on an exit ramp, and I handed off. And I thought, you know, there's an opportunity here for drivers to actually help communities that have been struck with disasters. So we formed a group and an organization. We're a nonprofit, and we partner with small organizations like churches, fire departments, and other relief groups that uh, help to get their supplies to them. That sounds awesome. That's a. I think that was a calling for you to to create this group. Now. What types of emergencies does Truck With Room to Spare do? Like, what, what, what do they handle? Well, what types of emergencies? Well, we, we work with uh, fire emergencies, agriculture emergencies, uh, hurricanes, tornadoes, uh, uh, basically a little bit of everything. Uh, we also work with relief groups or uh, rescue groups. Uh, we haul dog food in to help uh and shelters that needed food, uh, that somebody had donated it and needed transport. We come in, you know, we're there in the aftermath. You know, we're not only there during the disaster and immediately thereafter, but we continue to help provide support in the long-term rebuilding process. Because just because FEMA leaves and the insurance money's paid if for the people that do get it, there's still there's still people that need help. You know, it's been two years since Hurricane Michael hit the panhandle, and there's still houses with tarps on their roof. So yeah. it's you just have to keep doing that, it. Got, you know. Yeah, I believe just That's this year they managed. Yeah, just this year they managed to get everybody out of tents, and that's two years later. So they're just now getting all the people out of tents and stuff and into some type of shelter or camper or something. But this is two years after hurricane. So, and we're still taking supplies down there from time to time because they're still having to feed people two years later. That's just, that's sad. That two years later, that's, that's astonishing. Well, um, you got to look at it this way. You have, yeah. you have communities that the industry decided not to rebuild. So, therefore, that raises their unemployment. Uh, a lot of uh, the Panhandle Florida is retired military, elderly. Uh, these people don't have the ability to rebuild, the financial ability, and and the groups are still there helping them. That's sad. So, this you got, you both you ladies put on such a great effort um, that you organize truck with room to spare. So then this way it kind of gets the materials over to where they're needed at more of a timely exactly. manner. 
Right. Yeah. Well, we and work then, with we work with some supplies that are needed, and drivers that are in the areas that are needed. Like uh, you know, if you have a, a truck driver that's got some space, and we've got three or four pallets, and he's going that way, then or he or she are headed that way, then we try to link them up. And make it right. work for everybody. Right. We're not asking anybody to go out of their way. We're just asking them if you're headed in that direction, if you've got room on a top bunk, you got room in your floorboard, or you, you're not teaming. You know, uh, my particular case, I came out of California and I only had 6,000 pounds on my trailer. And I worked with my company, and I was able to stop by. I was going that way anyway, so it didn't cost me anything extra, and it didn't. I didn't have to go into violation of my e-log or anything, and I was able to pick up six pallets, and they did it in a 30-minute break and got it done, and I was on my way and and got it down to – the point that I was going because I couldn't go all the way down into Fort Lauderdale. So, but I was able to get it so far. And then we had some of the relief people come up to where I could be and dropped it off there. And then the people in Florida took it on down where it needed to go onto the ship. So, I mean, if you can get anything, if you're just going almost there, almost there is just as good as not, going all the way down. Uh, we work with all drivers in their situation, and the relief, relief, the rescue and relief people, we are educating them more and more every day on the trucking regulations and things of what we are allowed to do and what we're not allowed to do, and, and strict, and we really uh, talk about these e-logs. We are on such a time limit now that it's making it harder for us to be able to help but we can help and we can stay in regulations and we can you know we know Shelly and I for we've got 20 years plus well 40 or 50 years between us just the two of us so we were very we understand everything about trucking and we do work with these uh, uh, fire departments and things that are uneducated about how trucking works now. Um, so we're, the public is being aware of what we can and cannot do. And Shelly will tell you, we are also educating them on uh, if we got a reefer and we're carrying ice cream or something, you know, you can't load certain supplies on it we well that's why we're very adamant about okay what kind of truck you what are you hauling now so we know that we put the right things on the truck that doesn't have any violations to what we're doing so you know if that helps somebody that wants to help us we will make sure that everything is by the book That's a, that's a lot said. You women are so amazing. Now, how can drivers get involved? Like, how can they get a hold of you? And I'm going to repeat that question a few times um, during this next hour, so then this way, you know, if someone just hops on, they can they can listen to it. Okay. Uh, they can find us on Facebook. We have a Facebook group, uh, Trucks with Room to Spare. Uh, we have a page also, Trucks with Room to Spare. Uh, we have a website, truckswithroomdespair.org, uh, and we have a toll-free number, uh, 866-303-0388. They can just dial zero, and it'll connect it with whoever's available to take the call, and uh, we can get you set up. And, too, nice. I can plug in, plug in there, any carriers or anybody that is wanting, needs trucks with room to spare, any uh, re, uh, rescues or reliefs that need us, uh, that they can contact us. Um, I lost my train of thought. 
I had a train of thought and I lost it. I apologize. <laughs> I did too. I got okay. in the same way. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I they, had it and it went away. <laughs> they yep. they can contact part. us in the same way. <laughs> right. Yeah, oh, your, I know what I was going to say. Oh, I, I, I'm sorry. I knew what I was going to say. Uh, we have been fortunate enough if a carrier or someone that needs to be tracking uh, the relief and things, we have a tracking so we can track the load all the way there so it doesn't get to the wrong places. We have a load board uh, set up on our website so if you want to see where freight is or where it's going and you can look on this load board at any time and if there's loads on there and you're going that way you know y'all constantly look at our website because we're constantly updating the load board to where these uh, loads need to go that's what I wanted to say sorry perfect <laughs> that's okay no that's okay I believe that's fine so how does Truck with Room to Spare work? Like how do you guys how do you guys work this and organize everything? It sounds like to me, it sounds like a heck of a lot of work. But it's so it sounds like it's so worth it. But how do you do it? And maintain your job. Shelly <laughs> um, is the expert. I'm 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 multitask a lot. Um no, it's a lot of it's automated. It's set up that we can run a lot of it from our cell phones. Uh, I have four headsets that stay charged at all time uh, because, especially in a in the middle of a hurricane, uh, we do a lot on the phone, uh, talking to relief groups and contacting drivers. Um, it, it's it, it's a process, and especially considering both myself and Cheryl. And Colleen, our other board member, are full-time drivers. And everyone in our executive committees are full-time drivers. Uh, so we all kind of, we try to share it around, share the responsibility. Um, me and Cheryl are mostly the ones that talk to uh, people. Uh, it seems like they seem to call me a lot, too. But, um, you know, it's. It's just a process. It's you. You don't sleep at time. It seems like even though we do get our rest because we have to because we are got a job of driving, but it is we do lose a little bit of sleep, especially during the disasters itself, because we you know we might have a driver that has to drop the load off in the middle of the night. Well, one of the three of us has to be there. I mean, and we all run different schedules, so it works out pretty good to where we each one of us, and each one of us has a business line. I've got two phones, uh, Trucks with Room to Spare. Each of the board members have a phone to where it's not clogging up our regular phone. And like she said, we got four or five headsets. So it is a big challenge, but it's so worth it. I mean, the feeling that I get from just knowing that I was able to be a part of rebuilding something or being the first girl there or the first truck there with water before FEMA ever gets there is it, it's just, you know, doing God's work. God says pay it forward. Uh, and you have many blessings. Not that I do it to get the blessings, but the blessings come because we're constantly helping other people. Well, that is definitely paying it forward. And you ladies have your plate full, and you're maintaining your jobs, you're maintaining your life, but yet it's you guys are so humble about this whole process that you guys have to do. Now, um, I want to give a number out to anybody who wants to call in. The number is... Nine one four two zero five five three two eight. So if anybody would like to call in and ask some questions, you're more than welcome to. Um, ladies, what is the cost of truck with room to spare? Uh, the financial cost. Um, yeah. Well, the, the financial cost and also the cost. If there's any to the driver or if there's any to, like, how does that all work? Okay. 
the drivers, it doesn't cost them anything. Uh, being a nonprofit, the organizations we work with, we ask them to provide a donation for the truck as an operational expense. Because we all know though a driver would love to donate his time and his equipment, fuel, you know, that's, that's kind of hard to eat uh, with the cost of fuel. And that donation is passed through to the driver or the company that's supplying the truck uh, to help them not take such a hit for helping. Uh, we do accept donations for operational expenses. Like Cheryl said, we were blessed with Freight Print uh, has donated their software that allows us to dispatch and track our loads uh, all the way through to delivery. Um, and we have, you know, we're always looking for sponsors that can help us. Um, and, and it's, we try to make it as easy as possible for a driver that wants to help. And because, to be honest, that's, that's the greatest need, you know. These organizations have been doing this for years, hauling out of the back of a pickup truck or, you know, doing it in a U-Haul. And they've realized that drivers can make this work. We're already going there. We can make things faster and and more productive for them so they can stay and do what relief organizations do, help the people. Something that we as drivers, we don't have time to do that. So anybody is welcome to stay and help if they want to. Uh, but, you know, generally we're, we're just fleeting in the night. You know, we stop, we drop it off, and we leave. But it's we're doing our part in the chain of what's needing to be done. And it's, it's a good feeling to know that, like Cheryl said, you know, it, it, in the first, it, they didn't, you know, when I went in to Florida after Michael, they, FEMA hadn't made it yet, and people were screaming for food and water, and I was headed that way. There was no cell phone signal. There was still trees down. And the only place I could get was on an exit ramp. But what I was doing was the most important thing I could have done that day because I was giving people something that they desperately needed. And it was good to know that I could help in my own way. Yeah, and, and one of the things we need to really talk about is this is not just uh, when the uh, disaster ladies? happens, it is and over. Go ahead. Oh. Yeah, oh, I'm sorry. I think we have a caller on the line. Uh, caller, okay. what's your name? Hello? Oh, maybe they hung up. You hear me? Oh, I'm here. I'm just listening. Oh, okay. It's Lisa. Yeah, I thought yeah, oh, I, I thought we had a car on. Okay, I'm sorry ladies, you can continue. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, yeah, anyway, sorry. we're talking about finances. This is not just when a hurricane happens, it's we help for three or four weeks and it's done. Uh we do preparation all year long. And part of my job, even though I'm a co-founder, part of my job is trying to raise money throughout the year for fuel. Uh, and just know, Shelly and I, we don't get paid for this. Matter of fact, we're only about a year and a half, two years old, and most of the money that it would, comes out of mine in her pocket, for real. Uh, we're blessed enough to make good money so we're we're able to throw a lot, throw around a little money from time to time and and God make sure that we make those paychecks to be able to help with that. Um we really would like to see some of these big carriers step up and, and join us and donate some of their trucks and drivers to help us. We're not asking you to do it all the time. If you just gave us uh 
two trucks a year just say, okay, when y'all need us, call us, and we'll donate one driver and truck to take this there. I mean, that would be a beneficial. Rudolph Freight does that uh, right now that, you know, I call them and say, okay, I'm here and I need to be there. Is there any way we can do this? And, and he'll say yay or nay. A couple of them I wasn't able to do it because it didn't work in our schedule because I can't, a driver can't take away from their own load. I mean, we just can't do that. But, you know, when we, we can, we can, but some of these big carriers could step up and, and, you know, pay their driver like they would normally just to help, help the community just, just take a load down there. That would be great if we could do that. Uh, and I do fundraisers. Yeah, matter of fact, we're fixing. Yeah, matter of fact, we're fixing to do a, a, a event down at Matt's truck show. But I'm sure we'll get to that a little bit later. Oh yeah, um, I want to come back and ask you, ladies, again. How can drivers get involved? So then, this way, if someone just tuned in, they can hear it again, and they can jot down your number and your information on what to do. Sure. Um, we can be found on Facebook. Uh, just search for Trucks with Room to Spare. Uh, you can go to our website, truckswithroomtospare.org, or you can call us direct at 866-303-0388. Perfect. Thank you. Um, now, again, I'm going to ask if anybody wants to call in, ask any questions. The number is 914-205-5328. And do we still have the caller on the line? Does she want to ask any questions or he? No, I'm just listening. Go ahead. All right, thank you. Um, is Trucks Room Despair, is it? A year-round program, like it's continuous, 365 days a year. Yes, and you got to remember, disasters don't have a certain time of the year. Uh, you know, we have fires going on in Oklahoma right now that another organization is rallying up to haul uh, food and hay in for the animals that are being affected with that. Uh, you know, you've got the fires in California, hurricanes, yeah, there's a season for that. Uh, but we also work with animal rescue groups. Uh, sometimes they have donated food uh, from organizations that need to be brought to their shelters. Uh, so, you know, if it's a small organization and it's in need, then we work with them. And to also reiterate, just because a disaster happens, it doesn't end in 30 days. You know, we we continue to help during the rebuilding process, which can take years sometimes. But if it's donated supplies, we'll be there to help when we can. That sounds great. I want to thank everybody for tuning in. And I think, I believe we have another caller. Caller, what's your name? I guess we don't. Anyway, um, now can the shipment be transferred to another truck, like from truck to truck to truck, in order to get it to its final destination where it's needed? Well, if if you have an, a company that picks it up and wants to transfer it off to another truck and that can be facilitated, I don't see a problem with that as far as ourselves having a warehouse and a cross dock to be able to do that. We don't have that at this time. But if, like, a bigger company, you know, someone that wants to come in and they've got 5, 10, 50 trucks, and they're like, okay, we can pick this up, bring it to our terminal, and we can put it off on another truck heading that way, that's not a problem as long as we're kept in the loop and the next driver accepts the agreement for the tracking so that we can keep an eye on the shipment. That makes perfect sense. Um, now, how can others reach out to you besides truck drivers? How can businesses reach out to you and everybody else? Okay. If somebody's looking to get involved, 
maybe sponsor or wanting to donate or they have supplies that need help getting moved, uh, they can call us, uh, 866-303-0388. Um, I'm at extension 101. Uh, I'm the president of the organization. My email is Shelly with an I at truckswithroom.org. Uh, or they can go to our website, truckswithroomtospare.org, and send us a message, and we'll call them right back. Nice. I want to say thank you to everybody who's tuning in with us right now. Um, we are talking with Trucks with Room to Spare, Shelly and mm -hmm. Cheryl. Um, now, yeah. ladies, now again, how did all this get started? Cheryl, you want to tell a story? Yeah, I'll tell it. Yes, it, please it really, do. I want to hear it. Well, it really got started. Shelly, you know, like she said, she was down uh, in Alabama. Actually, we had just met. Uh, I just met her for the first time. I'd known her, but I never physically met her. And then to, and we was talking about Michael coming because it was actually supposed to hit my hometown and it shifted a little bit and hit the Panama City and Fort Walton area. So she happened to be there, and I'm not exactly sure. I think she heard on the CB that how bad it was, and somebody was asking. Well, she went around to every truck stop on her way to deliver her load. She stopped at every truck stop and bought every case of water that there actually was. And she delivered it on the side of the road, like uh, on a ramp, because we could. She couldn't get off the interstate because it, it was bad. And uh, and then the relief organization said, "Hey, have you ever thought about getting a non a nonprofit organization and doing this full time and getting drivers involved? This is cool." And Shelly's like, "Well, no." And then we've been asked time to time. It's so. It's so great that y'all thought of this. Well, no, actually, we didn't think of this. The public thought of the public the, the public thought of it, and they kind of pushed us a little bit, encouraged us to to do it. And Shelley contacted me, and then she contacted Lisa, another lady friend of ours, and it just it just fell together so easily. And then. Within six months, we had our nonprofit uh, approved, and it just everything fell together. So we know it's a God thing. I, I, and yeah, I'm a God fearing woman, so I talk about God a lot. But um, yeah, it, it just everything fell together like it's supposed to. Um, it's not. We're still struggling to find drivers that want to help or feel that they can help. That that's why we want to thank She Trucking for having us on. Because the more we talk about how easy it is to help us and how cost effective it is, and that's you know we raise money all year. We're going to help you with fuel when we can. I can't promise you we can pay your wages, uh, but we can help supplementize your fuel and things. So, I mean that's how it started. It, it, it it just kind of fell in our lap, and here we are. That's definitely a blessing, and you ladies are definitely paying it forward. Uh, again, if anybody wants to call in, the number is 914-205-5328. And another um, the same question, though, how can drivers get involved and get a hold of you again so then this way, like, they know. If they didn't pick it up the first time or second time, they're going to pick it up this time. <laughs> uh, they can find us on Facebook at Trucks with Room to Spare. They can find our website, truckswithroomtospare.org. Uh, they can call us direct. Uh, our toll-free number is 866-303-0388. It goes to our cell phone number, so you can call us evenings, weekends, uh, whatever, we'll be happy to talk with you and explain to you how you can get involved and, uh, you know, uh, 
they can contact, you know, any of us. Uh, Lisa, Lisa and Lee Schmidt, if y'all are familiar with them, they're on our board of directors. Uh, Colin Goodridge is one of our board members. Uh, Cheryl Pollard, she's with our board. Uh, you know, if you don't want to call in and you want to talk to somebody on a personal level, you're welcome to contact one of them. Jim Bardsley's on our board. Dave McCauley's on our board. Uh, Adam Stringer is on our board. If you know any of these people, ask them what we do. Ask them about us. Nice. Um, we really want to thank you, too much for everything you're doing you two are such a blessing to a lot of people and we really appreciate you coming on the show with us we really appreciate the time that you're giving us to get the word out about truck with room to spare now okay the mac truck show can you lady are you mm-hmm. ladies going to be there and can you please tell us everything about it on your end okay cheryl yeah, I can you do that. Talk about that? Uh, sure. Um, what we're doing is we won't be inside the show. Uh, we will actually be in the Papa John's parking lot where the drivers are staying with their trucks. We felt like it would be more personable out there with the drivers instead of inside where they're in a hurry, they're just going for booth to booth because we want to get up close and personal with our brothers and sisters. Um, my company, Rudolph Freight, is one of our uh, sponsors. Well, they're our only carrier sponsor right now, and they are taking care of the Continental Breakfast. They've stepped up and said, yeah, we're going to serve coffee and we'll have uh, donuts, Krispy Kreme donuts, and they'll be fresh and hot right off the pan, too. So y'all make sure y'all come by our tent. We'll have big flags flying in the air. We have been invited by Redneck and Nyes and Operation Roger invited us to come to the parking lot with them this year. Uh, We will be having auction prizes. We will have raffles. We'll be doing a 50-50. We will be doing all kind of things to help raise money for fuel for upcoming disasters that we know are going to happen. So we're just pre-planning and uh, preparing So we've already got the money ready so when these things happen, we don't have to scramble around and look for money. We already have it. So, yeah, so that plays into the $365 a year. But we're going to have a good time. Uh, Redneck and I's will be there. They have a lot of entertainment that's going to be going on. Taylor Barker, everybody knows Taylor Barker. He's lining up all the entertainment. He has donated all his equipment, and uh, they're going to have a stage. And and I don't know who all the artists are going to be, but I'm pretty sure Bill Weaver, Taylor Barker, um, unfortunately, Jake Break Junkie won't be able to be there. And um, Ken Freeman won't be able to be there, but I'm sure Mandy Joe and there'll be a lot of entertainment there throughout the weekend. Redneck and Nice will also have dinner at night, so they'll be serving dinner. We're serving breakfast, so it's going to be a lot of fun. Y'all come down and help support all these small charities that are getting these trucking charities that are getting together. This is our time to be personal with our brothers and sisters, and see if we can get them to help us help them to help America. Now, what all what all organizations do you guys work with? Like, who all is involved, and who do you work with? Who do you guys reach out to? Who reach us? Who reach out to you? Okay. Um, well, we work with a lot of the smaller nonprofits. You know, you have organizations like the Red Cross. And such, they they have their big contacts. Uh, they work with companies that donate supplies, and they haul it for them. Companies like HEB, uh, Cisco, and whatnot. We work more with the smaller organizations. We work with church groups. We work with volunteer fire departments, uh, like the Katy Texas Fire Department that supplied uh, food and water during Michael, and also to the Bahamian relief effort. 
Uh, we work with groups like uh, Texas Louisiana Coalition, Cajun Navy, Cajun Navy Supply. Uh, we work with other groups like Helping Hands. Uh, Have Hope, You Matter is another organization in the Panhandle that does a lot. Um, Jacko's Angels. Uh, there's there's a lot of, of small organizations that that are like us. They don't have the ability or the money to be able to pay shipping costs. Um, and you know, a lot of them want to do things like food drives. You know, they'll they they're looking for somebody that can come and spend a day, a truck driver, from time to time, you know, that do a stuff-the-truck event, especially for a hurricane or a tornado. And, you know, a driver can sit there and, and help them, you know, watch people come and, and give supplies. Or he can just drop his trailer and leave. And when he comes back, it's loaded and it's ready. And... uh and he can take it, and they can offload it. There's lots of different ways you can help. And uh, sorry, I'm navigating this corner here. Uh, and, uh, you know, it's not just about hauling a supply. There's there's so much more. And Lisa and Lee Schmidt could could help you know, answer with that. They they went into the Midwest during the flooding last year. And not only did they help them by hauling hay in for their animals, you also have the chance to talk to these people. You see the devastation. You get to be there to tell them, you know, I brought this. I hope it helps. And you get something on the personal level that you wouldn't get anywhere else. And I, Lisa and Lee, I know y'all are listening. Would you care to elaborate on this? You might have to plug are Lisa you? in. Yeah. I know they're listening. I'm here. Yeah. Oh, you there? Okay. I'm here. Okay, Lisa. Did you turn me on yet? Yeah, yeah you're there. We hear you. Oh, okay. Tell us a um, little bit about hey, your experience. What we did, um, so they had a half a load of hay that they were advertising that was in Oklahoma, and Hubby and I do oversize, and we were over in the Virginia area. And I said, please, 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 I want to help, I want to help. And and so we got a load over in Arkansas, and we dropped that and went over to Oklahoma. Meanwhile, I was posting on our Facebook page, Trucking Across America with the Schmitz, if we could get more hay to fill up the trailer, because if we're going, I want a full trailer, not just a half a trailer. And one of the news organizations in Nebraska during the flooding picked that up and started sharing it, and it literally went viral. Um and we contacted the news down in Oklahoma, and we were on, I think, two different news stations down in Oklahoma asking for more hay. And we got bombarded with people offering hay for these animals in, in Nebraska. There was some lady with five bales here, one guy. He was going to fill up our trailer, whatever we need. There was some other lady with five bales here. And we just got notifications of hay all over this country. And so we went to the original, what? Yeah, and then we had to find a whole bunch more trucks to start hauling this hay in. So we went to the original place and loaded our half load. And that was lined up from a lady that worked with this guy. She was from Nebraska, and he was down in Oklahoma. And then we drove over to this lady out in the middle of nowhere that saw our, our TV news 
uh, segment, and she had extra hay for her horses, and she just wanted to help in some way, so she got to be a part of the process. And then we went to another guy who had a lot of hay. Um, he had a huge cattle farm, and, and he and my husband worked for a couple hours rearranging the hay that was already on the trailer, and then they filled that up, and and, you know, we got the news involved to get the governor of Kansas to waive the permit fees because we were oversized. And when we arrived in Nebraska, it was like 10 o'clock at night. So it was quite late, and we got to the farmer's house and and saw, you know, we could see where the water had already started receding, but we unloaded it in his barn, and, and uh, it was just... After we unloaded late that night and the farmer himself invited us into his garage and had a few beers and we all sat around and talked about how farming is so much like trucking. And, you know, Lee and I are are the big animal activists and and if we were in need, we would, would want someone to help us. And this farmer invited us to come to his house whenever we were in the area if we needed a shower or a bed to sleep in, whether he was home or not, he said he always left the door unlocked. And and then um, some other farmers at the other end of Nebraska that had had a fire the year before wanted to donate some hay. So there was literally four farmers over there. Three of them each had 10 bales that they gave us, and the fourth farmer filled up our fuel tank for us. They took us out for pizza that night, invited us back, the next spring for uh, calf branding. I mean, we've just met these friends that, you know, we're going to keep as friends for the rest of our lives. And as we left there to go home, we were driving literally through the most devastated parts, and you could see the corn stalks all over the road. You could see hay bales where they weren't supposed to be, silos where they weren't supposed to be, um mud up on the sides of houses and and we we had a bunch of other heavy haul drivers with RGNs even hauling hay into Nebraska and it's this warm fuzzy feeling that I cannot express to you in words but I can tell you that when Lee and I I'm going to do it now when Lee and I leave the, left there we were both just literally silent because we were just in awe of what we had just been able to be a small part of. So sorry if I rambled. <laughs> no, 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 that was absolutely perfect. And I can also say so, that Shelly and I at Christmas time did a um, online auction and a fundraiser and the comedians remembered Lisa and Lee when they did all that and the other truckers that did that they called us and said hey how about if we put on an entertainment for y'all so we had a lot of the comedians in Nebraska step up after that because we stepped up to help them they helped us raise money for the next for the next disaster so it was pretty cool so you know, I wanted to add that in that Nebraska stepped up to help us with other areas because of Lisa Lee stepping up to go help bring hay, and they really, really appreciate it, and they still talk about it. They're still talking about it. But this is really important to get out to your listeners that it's not just the van and reefer trailers, that the open deck people can help, too. Um we can do palletized feed. We can do, you know, the hay, obviously, but there's there's several loads that will be available for open decks. So I don't want anyone that doesn't have a van or reefer to feel they can't help. I, I want you to be a part of this. I want you to feel that that fulfilling, warm fuzzy in your heart that you get. You ladies are amazing. You guys, you really, really are. Now, can you guys... Can you please tell me about the Midwest flooding? What all happened there? Lisa, you were there. Um, yeah. Well, it it happens every spring to an extent because what it is is the, the flooding is from the snow melting. But last spring there was the perfect storm, 
You've all heard of that nor'easterner where all the storms collide in the northeast. That literally happened in the Midwest, only it was a snow hurricane that hit just as the snow was melting from the winter. And and it caused so much flooding that there was a dam that broke and there was literally an iceberg going down fields that was a mile wide and I think it was 200 feet high, but it was literally destroying farms. And, you know, in the Midwest, we rely on each other. You know, we don't wait for FEMA. We don't, it's kind of like Nashville now, you know, we help each other. And with all this flooding, a lot of the hay came from Oklahoma, Kansas area, because back when the drought was, I think it was a year or two earlier, Nebraska and the northern states gave them hay. So this was kind of like a pay it back kind of kind of thing for for farmers. You know, farmers will help each other. Their farmers when there was a, an animal that was out in the water, there was boats and, and tons of people that would, you know, take their boats out and help rescue these animals. And if they couldn't rescue them, they, we got some hay to the place where they were taking hay in a helicopter, a National Guard helicopter would literally drop hay onto these islands of animals that were stranded out in the middle of nowhere with nowhere to go for food. So... It was just a bunch of, you know, normal people helping each other. That's that's what this was. That's a, that's absolutely amazing. Now, um, again, how can drivers get involved and get a hold of you, or how can the general public get a hold of you? Well, uh, like I said, they can contact us. Uh, we're on Facebook at Trucks with Room to Spare. We have a website, truckswithroomtospare.org. Uh, we can, they can call us at our toll-free number, 866-303-0388. Or uh, they can contact uh, any of our board members if they're familiar with them uh, to get in touch and find out more information about us. Hi, I want to say thank you to everybody who is tuning in and listening. If anybody would like to call in, because we have about 10 more minutes left, the number is 914-205-5328. There is no question that is stupid. No question whatsoever. Every question is very important, and please call in. So it sounds like you ladies have a lot of good people that are behind you and helping you as much as possible. I think that right there is a blessing in itself because if you find good people, you want to keep them in your life and keep them close to you and keep them close to your heart. Exactly. Lisa and Lee have been with me from the beginning. Uh, Lisa's a, a great friend. Her husband is, is a great, uh, he's our, our committee lead, uh, our chairman of our executive committee. Uh, they make, they help me with decisions that we have to make, ideas, because, you know, it's uh, it's not something one person can do. You know, I try. I do everything I can, but if one person's doing everything, something's going to lack because, you know, it's one person just can't do it all uh, as much as I try. Uh, I get yeah, told all the time I need to delegate. <laughs> Shelly yeah, has I get done told an a lot. awesome job. She has done an amazing job. This is her her baby. She's brought it, it to fruition. She's done all the behind the works at gutting the 501c3. She's working with all the big organizations, all the nonprofits. She set up the website. She does all the... Facebook posts, it's amazing what she does. While she's y'all driving a Facebook. <laughs> y'all, y'all help well, me with Facebook. I don't do all that. <laughs> she right. does a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff. But I would like to put it out there. If there are any carriers out there 
or or anybody that would like Trucksford Room Spare to come to you and do a presentation, I'm I'm have the ability to do that. We have pamphlets. I can come and educate and and explain to y'all what we're doing and how you can be beneficial to to the cause. Uh, right now, drivers, y'all stay aware because the the flooding's fixing to happen. The hurricanes are happening. Tornadoes, earthquakes, everything. The if you've noticed, the storms are coming closer and closer, and they're getting more devastating. So please, please, if you can help us, drivers, we need drivers. we got to have drivers. We can't do this without you. There, this handful, yes, we're doing it right now, but it, it gets overbearing, and we need trucks. We need trucks bad. So please, yeah, please I, find it in your heart to help us. Yeah, well, well and I'm trucking gonna, is. I'm just, sorry, go ahead. That's okay. <laughs> Seat trucking is honored to be able to spread the word of of trucks with room to spare because the more word that we, the more the word we get out, the more people know about it, the more help you're gonna you're gonna get. Um, what yes. companies have helped you so far? Well, let's see. We have Rudolph. Uh, Freight Systems is uh, a big helper. Uh, let's see. I'm not sure of all the heavy haul people that helped you in the Midwest, uh, Lisa and Lee. Uh, my company, SunTech, we've hauled a few. Uh, the AT, well, Luke Shell Oil, during their period of being able to utilize uh, the truck in the Share the Road program, uh, ABF and Werner donated drivers uh, to help. Uh, they drove the ATA share the road truck and hauled supplies for the Indian Reservation in South Dakota that was devastated during the flooding. Uh, we have a lot of small owner-operators, and we appreciate them all very, very much. They're, they're great people. Uh, and and they're great to work with. We really need, I hate saying this, we need more capacity. And if we could find three or four larger carriers to partner with, then we could do more. We could help more people. And because that's, that's what we're supposed to do. You know, we're supposed to help each other. And also, I'm going to throw it out there because Shelly won't, but we are looking for someone out of the kindness of their heart, or, I mean, we it will be part of our operation. We need a warehouse. We need a cross dock. We need a place that we can store supplies all year long, like Shelly said earlier, to where once it hits, we've already got supplies prepared, ready, and to go, uh, we've got an opportunity for someone out of Chicago that has a, uh, uh, a day cab. Uh, Rudolph Freight has offered to allow us to use a trailer or two throughout the year, to, but we need, a, we need a warehouse. And we have, Shelly can explain the tax write-off part. We can give you a tax write-off for partial of it or all of it, but we need a warehouse. And so I'm going to put it out there. Anybody got a warehouse that's not being used that can a truck can back into a dock or a flatbed can roll into? We would be very grateful. And please give us a call. We'll work it. We'll work work it out to where we either have to pay the rent or we can get a tax write-off. So I, I'm just going to throw it out there to the public. We need a warehouse. Yeah, that was, that was yes, you guys it, need a warehouse. It would help. It would help. <laughs> yeah, you know, like I said, it would be drivers giving back. Uh, you know, we could we could do fundraisers and food drives and stuff through the year and be prepared. Excuse me, yeah, definitely. Excuse me, ladies. I think, I believe we have another caller on the line. Hello, are you there, caller? What's your name? Hello? 
I, I Everybody's getting shot or not. <laughs> I guess so. I guess so. Okay. Can you ladies explain really quick about Operation Roger? Sure. Uh, Operation Roger is much like ourselves. They're a great organization. They're also a nonprofit. They've been in existence for 15 years. Uh, we're going to be with them at Matt's in the Papa John's parking lot. Uh, and what they do is they work with shelters and uh, people that are wanting to rescue animals out of shelters. And instead of hauling relief supplies, they haul animals, you know, in a personable, in-your-cab kind of thing. Uh, they have legs set up. They're looking for drivers that wouldn't mind helping transport animals. And they're looking for people that have homes that wouldn't mind housing animals so that they can create legs of certain runs. Uh, they have an extreme need for drivers in the Midwest and out West right now that run those areas. Um, but they are also a nonprofit and what they do is, is really good. And they are trying to save some animals and we help them by helping transport feed, uh, food and feed whenever they need it. Oh, and actually, I, I like uh, told one of you, I might be using that soon. <laughs> like if I can oh, okay. find, yeah, because yeah, well, you know, we're, we're buying a house, and I either would like a little Shih Tzu, or I love my German Shepherds, and if I can find mm -hmm. another German Shepherd in another state, and I feel that connection, I'm like, who's oh, perfect or she's perfect, then yeah, then the door's open right there. <laughs> there you right, go. Um, I, Yes, exactly. So we really, us at SheTruck, really appreciate you ladies and Truck with Room to Spare. And we're so honored to be able to spread the word of Trucks with Room to Spare for you guys. This is a huge, it's a growing organization. And you guys are doing such a good job. It's, you are a bunch of angels. Well, thank you so much for having us. Every little bit helps. You know, the more we can tell people about what we do, the better, you know, it is to help get fine drivers that might help us. Could you ladies leave us with a word about room to spare, about trucks truck with room to spare? Uh, Lisa, could you do that? What am I doing? A, a, a word? Yeah. Closing arguments. Anybody that helps statement. this organization, anyone that helps this organization, your payback will be the warm, fuzzy, heart feeling. You will feel full because you will have helped someone in need. I can't tell you how much how good that makes you feel when you are able to help these people that are in need. You're right. It does make you feel good, especially when you're doing something that's kind and you're not expecting anything back. It makes it, it makes it all the much better, all the more better. And to you, yeah. just uh, last thing, it, it helps our industry have a better look in the public eye because we tend to have a black eye from time to time. And these truckers are always in the way. And the, with us being part of the public and helping America like we're doing, it, it, it will clean up the image that we have right now of truck drivers. Yes, it will. And unfortunately, there's a lot of truck drivers who love to do good, and they just don't get the credit because all people see is, you know, truck drivers being rude sometimes, you know, but that that isn't all of us. There are so many of us who want to do organizations and want to help as much as we can. Right. It's like the old saying, one bad apple makes all the apples rotten. So, you know, it, it's out there, and it, it's in every workplace, industry, everywhere. It's not just truck drivers, but we just seem to be the big black eye now. Because we're just in everybody's yeah. way. 
So we're yep. trying to show the public that we're here to help you. We're not all running around here crazy like you think we are. We're out here being productive members of society. We're taking time. We're taking more time away from our families to help help America. Yes. Well, ladies, thank you so much for joining us and helping us spread the word of your organization even further. And I'm hoping a lot of people, a lot of truck drivers will get a hold of you and offer their assistance. You ladies have a wonderful night, and thank you so very much for taking the time to come on Chief Trucking Podcast and talk with us. Thank Thank you for having us. All right, thank you, ladies. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Take care of her bitch, she trust her, she trust her. She a woman with a rig.